Welcome to Rodman Z Podcast. We're still in September and we're paying tribute to Suicide World Suicide Prevention Day and also Recovery Month. Um, in the United States, since 2000, 2018, it increased exponentially for 37% of suicide rate. But now, currently, some of the countries with the highest rate are Guyana and South Korea. I'm half South Korean, so it kind of uh, speaks... A little volumes um, when you think of that. And in the United States also, just last year, 105,000 people have died from overdose in the U.S. itself. Um, The data can be overwhelming. It fluctuates. So a lot of times, you know, it may go down a a percentage, but, you know, people are still, uh, it's still uh, a reminder of uh, how important this topic is. I do want to... mentioned that last month we talked about connect our communities and we pay tribute on um and i think our communities really play a big role in some of uh when we think about one more day um i just want to mention this before bringing my our returning guest uh september 10th was world suicide prevention day and their theme was creating hope through action um and i thought that was intriguing looking at that theme of um as we try there's so many cultures when you think about the world and how they perceive suicide so i do find it encouraging that we're actually talking about it again we have a returning guest grace thank you so much for coming on and sharing your insight and just being a part of the conversation thank you for having me it's nice to be here again in a different phase of my life (laughs) (laughs) no worries i just want to say um Disclaimer for those who are um, listening, watching, um, if you're in crisis, at least in the U.S., uh, it's 988. Uh, I know in wherever you're at, I do encourage you to find what resources, what is available. You know, I, I just kind of go with the idea. Uh, if the environment is a place that you can ask for help, that's a good environment you need to be. So if, if you're unable to say, I need help, I, I, I do encourage you to find an environment that you can do that whether it's a group of friends, whether whatever it is, um, because none of us are sometimes prepared as friends or family members to kind of help or even know what to do. But if you know that you could ask for help, that's, I feel is one of the most important things. I always say people say better than I do. And you reminded me before we started that I used this quote last time, but Robin Williams speaks near and dear to me and i'm just gonna bring it out um just to flush out and also just kind of spark um us thinking about this day um robert williams says i used to think the worst things in life was to end up alone it's not the worst thing in life is to end up with people who make you feel alone what comes to mind when you hear this again um <laughs> No, it's a great incentive, and like you said, um, to reflect on as well as we know that Robin Williams suffered from depression for a long time, uh, which is also crazy to think that he could cover it up so well from his Mm -hmm. demeanor and character that he always played. But this time, this quote brought something different to mind and it was actually the opposite of um, like being alone, but actually like having that kind of factor of solitude in it um mm-hmm. from henry david thoreau the naturalist and philosopher uh i never found the companion that was so companionable as solitude mm-hmm. and i feel like obviously when you're in that aloneness loneliness whatever we mm-hmm. want to target it as it's hard to find that sweet solitude moment mm-hmm. 
-hmm. but knowing that there is hope in the fact that we could change that loneliness into a sweet fine moment of being alone and Mm -hmm. being still within yourself I think that is what helped me from the last time we spoke when I was coming out let's say or even during that time of my depression Mm. um to now thinking that I enjoy being alone again yeah the loneliness but the solitude you know yeah yeah I think the verbiage is you know I I do like that you bring that up because it's not um at least when I look at this quote again um it's um it's urgency Robin Williams is, is accounting. You know, I need to be around people to get something I don't have. And it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting when you find out that some of the battles, at least the hardest battles, the hardest conversations you have with the internal ones, <laughs> the ones you have with yourself, you know, because, you know, the idea of being alone is not bad. I, it's not necessarily negative. It's how we look upon it. You know, we could be alone and find a lot of healing find a lot of peace by being alone being still as opposed to but what you know robin william also accounts also reading this is i I guess the common um you know sometimes we're kind of superficial how we think of things i'll just surround myself with a lot of people and i'll be okay yeah to cover it up (laughs) and we think because the numbers are greater that we're more connected and uh, I, I don't I don't agree with that, especially now. We don't communicate well, first off. And the other thing that <laughs> I was I was speaking to uh, one of my colleagues, but also just recently, just the idea that we take a lot of crap and patience and, and you know, we're very intentional. If someone is blind or unable to speak or whatever, what's one of the first priorities for them to communicate with the world? What we're so lax today of how we use our communications when we're able to. There's Braille, there's sign language, there's all these these things when if someone's born with the inability to communicate like we do. Like mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you, you hear me, uh, that kind of thing. There's that necessity, necessity and that drive to communicate, yet that kind of has deteriorated how we how we see it as a need so i'm talking to you we're having this conversation robin williams in this quote i'm like i can imagine him being around a lot of people but having the same superficial talks you have every day you know the the idea oh how are you doing i'm busy oh you're busy that's great uh how's everything great you know it's just it's there's nothing there's no depth in there and sometimes i feel then what Robin Williams is saying, it does make sense because you're 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 trying to solve a problem that's not the same problem that you're having, really, in the regards mm-hmm. to loneliness versus I'm content by being alone because I'm able to, you know, be at peace, be okay with my own presence because I, you know, I'm I have talked it over uh, in myself. I had had those conversations within myself and that I feel is very important so um as we were saying you know environment environment whether it's in a f- spatial or in yourself is very important so it could be in a great house or great um environment but it's also the internal environment what what um when it, when it comes to environment and what we've been talking especially with robin williams quote any 
anything brings um when you think of the idea of environment what comes to mind to you grace do you feel as important your environment seems to have changed the since last time we spoke how has yeah. that benefited you and anything you would like to share on that yeah um basically since the last time we spoke i was i would say the inner environment that i found myself in was um pushing me to heal because i was surrounding myself with loved ones uh mm -hmm. people that cared for me nature um mm -hmm. so i really believe i'm a firm believer that environment is um plays a massive role on one's um balance in life and also on your health in general yeah. um because what's around you will always give the energy what's within you. And it's the same with the quote with Robin Williams. If you have good people around you, then you have good energy. If you have people that are just gonna drain your energy, then of course you're not gonna be stable within. But um, it also goes back to that connection, like fueling connection with your environment gives you meaning. So, you know, when you have a connection, now I live in a new city, I feel way more stable here because it's, it was something new for me. I feel good here. It's not such a big city as I was in Berlin. Mm -hmm. So many factors around my environment now have shifted towards giving me like more of a stable stillness within. So I really truly believe that it definitely is a part that will change you or not and obviously it's not so easy to just change your environment yeah, <laughs> change yeah, exactly. your friends. <laughs> yeah exactly but to always remember god is there nature is there community is there all the things that you need are there like always counting your blessings um yeah i think then configures that stability within from your environment yeah and you know i i you know i, I a lot of times there's so much emphasis on um improving oneself or being successful but i think some of the most successful people we will never know because it's subjective it's subjective yeah. you can be successful in a cabin in the woods and be happy you know just there you know you like can henry david thoreau yeah, exactly <laughs> you can be happy you know it doesn't more doesn't mean more you know a lot of times right now in society it's it's driven by convenience we're almost giving up our ability to think of what we actually want. And that can prove to be problematic because maybe more isn't more, you know, maybe, you know, I do my best work funny enough, you know, a lot of times people, you know, grinding whenever you're doing, I do my best work when I slow down, honestly, when I'm able to slow, slow down. Mm -hmm. Cause, uh, and it's hard for <laughs> me to slow down at times, but then I'm re realizing uh, this concept that we're all kind of incomplete, really, in in life. Where there's never like, oh, I've made it. You're just kind of you're you're this journey, perpetual. But that I think the acceptance, at least for me, has been helpful. The idea that my life is incomplete in the sense of completion, as people may say, and, and things may add to it, things may take away from it. But it, I think the idea is that it's okay that it's incomplete that that gives more pliability of what you may be may need to adjust you know the idea is not oh only if i get this degree only if i get this job only if i meet this people only if i get this status it, you know all that stuff is just um 
they don't they don't necessarily last and maybe you know a lot of times these pressures sometimes may actually avoid the actual missing part like the idea yeah. of being alone is frightening for others and i understand that but there's other people like you're mentioned like myself i do enjoy my alone time i enjoy being creative i enjoy you know um being able to just be still be with myself you know if you're and i feel sometimes in hindi uh, there's this word called jugad it's ensuring that things happen even with minimal resources it's untranslatable words but sometimes like i say um we think we need to add things in our lives a lot of times we need to add this we need to improve on that um sometimes we need less sometimes less is more when we actually think of things I of that matter i agree fully to that <laughs> <laughs> finding joy in the little things is what matters the most and not our consumerist society or like you said self-obsessed society of always wanting to do more complete more be more what mm -hmm. if you're enough as you are yeah. you are actually you have to always yeah. remind yourself that i am enough as I am right now and mm -hmm. if that's the way you also do it with kind of thinking that that's incomplete that also gives you more engagement to be engaged with your life yeah but take away the pressure because you're not incomplete you're complete the way you are you're enough as you are I guess I, I'm not incomplete I would say unfinished let's just try that unfinished we're always kind of unfinished yeah incomplete. that's true yeah always traveling on through life <laughs> yeah i feel incomplete uh, is a little bit negative but uh, i would say unfinished is the more appropriate because there's always this destiny like this destination kind of mind like if i get to this point but everything uh, life is in between those things we plan like they say, <laughs> the, the things we make plans all the things in between is life so i feel being understanding that um i think is very helpful I can't say this word. It's a it's, it's, it's Dutch. I'm not going to brutalize it, but a lot of us do this. Is ostrich politics, acting like like you don't notice that something bad bad happens, and continue on regardless as you normally would. How many okay. of us do this? Uh, it's a huge word. I'm not going to insult the Dutch by trying to Stuart's say politic. Thank you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but i think a lot of us put our heads in the sand a lot of us a lot of times especially those who are struggling we're, we're paying tribute to not making light but those families affected you know there's a ripple effect if someone chooses to end their life uh, you know like it like the numbers say in the beginning of this episode just the idea that um the number's not going down and when people start putting so much emphasis on the numbers when we think about suicide prevention i feel you missed the point uh, i think in may i had a the theme this year was remembering our names because you know the thing is one thing about diagnosis is and i work in the mental health field is it doesn't precede the person's name so if i have let's say i have bipolar right i'm not bipolar robert i'm just robert <laughs> you know, bipolar is the, the, the yeah. diagnosis they have for me. It may help gear or guide the treatment that may be appropriate. But, you know, 
doesn't define me. Uh, you, we never say I'm diabetes. <laughs> uh, my, I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I'm not. I'm, I'm even with cancer, we're a lot more forgiving. But if I have bipolar, if I have schizoaffective, I have, if I have schizophrenia, then my name goes away. Then my value goes away. And a lot of times, you know, when we talk about suicide, it, there's sometimes dual diagnosis. That's why recovery month. You know, people who have substance use issues, not to minimize that. You know, a lot of times biggest complaints they don't feel hurt so um they don't feel like they can connect as we talk about connections and stuff like that and uh, i feel you know part of that also uh, bringing this one african proverb which i love this offer it's kind of nice because it kind of it it kind of grounds us as humans because if you want to go mm -hmm. quickly go alone everything's about quick and fast but if you want to go far go together so yeah it's so nice it just it, it shows what sometimes we um the importance of community whatever it is it could be one or two people maybe you guys just go out uh you know do your hobbies whatever it is the community is just people that you connect with that you can um they can depend on and the, the environment doesn't have to be vast it doesn't have to be this big thing but if i feel um since um I think that since the turn of the century with the industrial revolution when when um cities became bigger <laughs> we had more people populated in the same area and we we our communication became less with factories and people working in factories less working harder with less time to and all that all that uh all that um it kind of really disrupted community it could be before there were communities around all over the world that were a little bit more connected than they were before the industrial revolution but that's just a little just a little tidbit i wanted to share but anyway when it comes to with this african proverb anything you want to comment anything that we've said i don't want to um anything you want to say say about that yeah i mean what you just said kind of sparked a thought in me though Although obviously times have changed, I would say that we have to also see social media as a positive. I mean, without yeah. social media or whatever, we wouldn't have connected right now. Yeah. And if there aren't people physically around you, I know it can be very hard and you can mm. feel lonely as ever. But just remember also online, you can feel connected through people that are going through similar things as you. Finding community online is really great way to find meaning again and you know obviously there is negative and positive sides of social media but I do want to just encourage that again because I know it's not possible for everyone in the world to mm -hmm. just have great people around them and of like course. we're saying this this community this environment but online communities I know through like also women that feel the similar let's say effects of period have like come together and just like you know find hope in a similar trouble let's say mm. or people that are going through like you said these labels of mental health disorders you can find people online that are also going through the same thing as you and are maybe using their mental health disorder to create art for example i've seen that on instagram a lot and who are very open about how they're feeling and then mm. you can feel safe enough to share the way you're feeling and then feel that community vibe so just want to say that for the people out there that maybe don't have family and friends around physically to support them because you can find refuge also online when you want to yes and i i do feel that you know it's 
it's important to know the i guess when i brought up the industrial know our context because we it, history repeats itself you know yeah. um yeah there is definitely technology today that you know i don't i couldn't imagine not having an ac <laughs> so <laughs> really this last, this last summer i couldn't imagine having it <laughs> In in Florida, it's it's ah, uh, so that's it it's it's really hot. So oh. um, um, yeah. So some parts of the country, you can imagine certain technologies um, we are depend blessed on. to have. Yeah, 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 depend on um, where our infrastructure depends on it. And like you mentioned, social media. Obviously, there's uh, with anything. There's always a negative side to it. You know, there's definitely people who abuse it, people who uh, don't do it in um, in a way that is helpful. But at the same time, um, like we said in the beginning, like the internal conversations you have in the sense of putting barriers is important. Knowing people you can trust and being able to say no, (laughs) you know, if things are not going well. well. Yeah, Yeah. because the thing is, um, I tell people with the internet it's just like when you walk out the door like you're not gonna say, if someone says hey i'm your friend and you don't know them they're not your friend <laughs> you know you treat it like if you were in the in the spatial environment in the physical world if you do that most times you do a little bit better but if, if you know and obviously be mindful of all that, that unfortunately with anything there's also negative but there is also a lot of positive like you bring up there's there's people like we couldn't connect if there was never um social media if there's no video there's no technology so i think there's a great opportunity that i thought was interesting when you mentioned it because it is a great opportunity because we get to talk to people around the world who have different experiences different cult um experiences to, to the topic we're talking about and i feel in a way even though we're not physically proximately very close to each other we can feel very connected and close yeah, and I feel that's, that's the true. one thing that ten- technology has that advantage of. And I think it really just starts with the res- the person. You know, the idea is how do you feel about yourself? If if um, how you feel uh, about your value and making sure that you you take steps if you need help. You know, it's it's not all or not. You know, if, if things are troubling you, uh, ask for help. But like you said, I think. Um, there's always the two sides of the coin. So I, I do appreciate you mentioned that. Um, yeah. You just have to be cautious and yeah. know what you're looking for, if you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, just obviously being vulnerable, I feel like these days, like me and you are speaking about mm-hmm. it now, like is way more accepted, I think, through social media, like mm-hmm. saying what you feel, you know what I mean? I think we need to drive more that conversation mm-hmm. of saying how you feel because if you're not going to do it, who is? I mean, that was kind of why I wrote my book in the end as well. Like people that just don't feel heard in that sense. And interestingly enough, you even said just before that's what most people say, that they don't feel heard. They don't feel connected. Mm-hmm. It's right at your fingertips. Just do it with awareness and cautiousness. And you can find people that are in similar situations to you and make yourselves feel better together. And you mentioned art a lot of times. I feel like yeah. it's very cathartic to find a creative outlet when you're going through For whatever sure. you're going through. So, um, and I feel like we're talking about communication. It's your way of communicating what you're going through. And so, I love music. I love other modes of 
of art and i feel when i when i think about that i think a lot about that opportunity of way to connect how do you feel connected well you could be feel connected by expressing yourself through art of what you're what you may be going through yeah um, and i think that's a very it can be very cathartic and healing for an individual because, for sure. because it's kind of you know if you call someone you you, you tell them you know what you're going through it can be helpful if there's someone you trust but there's always this yeah there's a level of they won't get what you're really going through and that's okay there's kind of there's a barrier there's there's a line you don't build you know at the same time i don't it's kind of unrealistic or expectation to be like oh they're going to understand exactly and Usually that's not really what you want. It really, really yeah. what you want is them to be there for you. So person might be like, I don't know what to do, but I know you like this kind of food and I brought it over because you haven't been eating. You know, that kind of thing. And that that kind of um, support can be very uh, tangible. I want to give I want to shift gears. You know, it's been good to reconnect. Grace, and I want to get shift gears and give you an opportunity to reconnect with those who are listening. Just share what you, what's been going on, and I know you mentioned a little bit, but a little bit about what's going on with Grace today. Like, what's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, I mean, um, I am firstly thank you. Very honored that you asked me again, especially for this tribute to Recovery Month and World Suicide Day in general, because um, I wrote my book uh, also like you were just saying, in, through healing, through a journey of uh, grieving my best friend who also died. And um, it was kind of just like a healing book for me and for others to chill out and cheer up mm-hmm. and reconnect with themselves and also, like you were saying, community and what is around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really close at my heart because I feel like, as you said right at the start, the numbers don't ever really decrease. They don't go away. Um, I think this kind of whole season of loneliness is here to stay, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I think the season of this awareness and connection and communication is really being strengthened and forced day by day. Mm-hmm. Um so where I am right now compared to where we were when we spoke, was it two years ago or one year ago? Well, just over a year ago. I, just I over a year ago. year ago. Between a year or two ago. It's between that yeah, because that. I yeah. really feel like when we last spoke, I just come out of the clinic um, yeah. for mental health reasons. And I was promoting my book mostly then. And now I have recovered let's say as you say life is a journey still going (laughs) i'm always recovering and healing but um (laughs) yeah now i feel like i'm in a stage where i'm like really um stable and at peace and Mm. that's also what i just want to say to the listeners right now and today um there's always gonna be that day where you will be okay again and you're always on an up and down roller coaster in this life mm-hmm. and if you're feeling the worst of the worst just to know that maybe there is a glimmer of hope that you will be okay I think just knowing that mm-hmm. is what really got me out of it and knowing that I can actually use things around me not like you say 
things to consume, but rather things around me like nature, people, mm-hmm. art, um, mm. praying, yoga, all of these factors that I also say with in my book. Um, we have to start to look within and with those people around us and not kind of go on this uh self-obsessed society like always improving yourself is great but stop pressuring yourself my first chapter is actually about pressure (laughs) because (laughs) pressure is just everywhere (laughs) yeah and we need to like you said at the beginning start becoming more slow in things that we do because Mm. they're the times where you do your best work i remember you said that at the start like when you just take a moment to become more aware of your surroundings the present moment of where you are you start to really listen to your heart and know how you feel. And mm. yeah, that's kind of just wanna I wanted to like reiterate on the today's episode because I'm not so sure last time what I was saying, but um now I feel like I'm in a more hopeful light. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the journey never ends in that sense. Like you always have up and down days, but mm. just knowing that you do and you can get better every day yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just want to share those who are listening um uh, uh links to you know find out more about her book uh will be in Yay. the notes so you'll you'll go check it out i also want to say um you know sometimes i guess you know the best example is like when you learn something when you're elementary or school and it's cringy when you look back but the process is important so a lot of times the journey of recovery journey of healing you know you know there's seasons to recovery (laughs) so you're doing what better grace and that's wonderful okay so like a lot of times people are like oh well you know sometimes i guess uh traditionally working the mental health field we might be good at crisis and then when we get good at stabilization you know what they're not really good at a lot of times what's after that <laughs> you got crisis yeah. stabilization what's next and then that problem is a little bit uh more open-ended but you know not every day is a crisis not every day is um my my everything's falling apart some day you know like some seasons are where you're at right now some seasons are right now you're doing well you're moving forward and you're figuring out what's next you're doing you know you're you're you feel better in the new environment you're in but we're not supposed to stay you know like hospitals are great for getting you know getting healing especially in urgent situations getting things addressed medically mental health wise but we're not supposed to stay there and we're not also supposed to stay there in crisis there's this one quote i just uh, leading into this is john a shed he said a ship is in a harbor is safe but it's not what a ship is are built for so the idea is you know as ships you know a harbor is great you know a lot of times you know we're struggling we may need to stay in the harbor for a while but eventually ships are not you made for harbors on. you have yeah. to sail away in a way so um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but i feel like our topic of conversation today is definitely i've thought of the quote a few times life is a journey not a destination yes that is the one yeah <laughs> and you know as we kind of reflect we also know that uh, i think lao tzu says that life can be understood backwards 
but it must be lived forward. So you're not going to have everything figured out. And that's okay. You know, yeah. a lot of things embrace the process. So like sometimes you Great can look reminder. at yourself five years ago. I'm like, oh, cringe. Why did I do that? Why was I that way? Don't be. It's part, all part of you. You're, you're part of that process. So whatever mistakes, whatever you've learned, just remember them. And that's it. You know, you can move on and, yeah. uh, you know, the, and I feel that for me is identity uh, an idea of who you are. Uh, I'm Robert, you know, I'm, I'm half Korean, half Puerto Rican. Understanding my contacts really help you ground yourself. You know, understand mm -hmm. like if we try to take a generic view of let someone say someone with depression, Oh, I'm depressed. And you just kind of just read the kind of say, things that normally people say with depression doesn't help you if you don't think about the context that it that you're struggling with so the idea is personalize 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 what you're going through your care but don't personalize what externally happens because usually the things externally uh even though um well uh, it might drive us kind of more anxiety more like if outside of like people I'll give you an example so it's not confusing. If I, if the doctor, because people make human mistakes, if the doctor doesn't call me or the nurse doesn't do something, I don't take it personal that they don't want to help me. That's external. That's out of my hands. I could resolve it. I could go to another practitioner if the person doesn't, but don't take it personal. But if something, the medicines or the treatment's not working, get a second opinion. That That's something that you can value. Those are, those are things that you can control. So... In regards to your own care and, and moving forward, it's good to, I find it helpful to personalize and um, what the context around you. And Korean's nunchi. Nunchi in Korean means understand the context, that reading the room real well, reading yourself real well. So if, I think for me, when it comes to understanding backwards, that's good, but you have to end up moving forwards. I want to ask you something. I know we got all over the place, but I want to ask you, what do you think society <laughs> can understand as we navigate forward regarding recovery? It's a big question, so I want to take some time on this as we, we're getting, heading towards kind of wrapping up this episode. But what do you think society can understand as we navigate forward in regarding recovery? What have you seen or experienced that has worked? So I know your experience last time we spoke um, is very different from how you feel today. Um, looking around you, what you own experience, what you've seen with your friends, what do you think has worked when it hasn't worked when it comes to society and how we respond or how we navigate through our recovery, in your opinion? Yeah, that is quite a hefty question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... When we just take this, like, let's say, labeling again, this self-obsessed society that we come mm. from, and also in the States where you are a quite consumerist society, mm. um, I think we have to mostly, but like we firstly understand that society is driving us to be something mm -hmm. that we really aren't, yeah. which is like you said at the beginning, people that are just constantly working, consuming all the time without a rest. There's no really like second that society kind of gives us to just like 
well, except for Corona when we just like, you know, laid back mm -hmm. and <laughs> had time <laughs> to reflect. But mm -hmm. um, I think as we navigate forward in our personal recovery, mm. dismiss what society in a way has to say, like mm. those pressures, those regrets that you just mentioned before mm. of the past, also navigating that your older self is like you said as well, um, proud of you right now. That's how I mm. always try and think. And also I wouldn't be me right now if I hadn't lived what I'd been through. Exactly. Sometimes it's horrible for me to even think like, oh, can't believe I was like in the mental clinic and it's quite a grappling like, um, not I wouldn't say daily concern, but like sometimes that comes up and I just think, oh, what a waste of time or not, well, not really a waste of time, but why mm. did I have to go through that? Or we question like, why did that happen? Instead, making peace with it and being like, uh, actually reframing our mind and thinking, mm. well, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't be here today or I wouldn't be me. Um, yeah. That's the way that I'm trying to make peace with it because I don't think society gives us that. I think it always kind of makes us think, oh, my body is horrible. I need to change myself. Mm. I need to go to the gym. I need to do this. I need to mm. go on a diet. I to make my physical appearance look good, but rather concentrate on what your non-physical appearance is. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> no, what's yeah. on the inside? <laughs> no, I get both, it. But like, yeah. you know, <laughs> going I, away from that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, you know, the idea is, is it more important to seem healthy or actually yeah. be healthy? It's, yeah. you know, um, one thing, especially working in the mental health field, that I see is that you know there'll be family members as an illustration that want to help you know okay but their lenses not that they don't want to help but their lenses are different because they're using the context and perceptions from their angle they want to help their the son and daughter yeah. but at the end of the day what is better for John what is better for Abby whoever that person is maybe vastly different you know, one one of the most striking um, I guess illustrations I can give you is um, the whole family wants to you know the person needs to get his own place or her own place right okay and uh, this is this illustration just a thought exercise the whole family's like oh you know we got to get her him or her they never ask the individual <laughs> they never ask the individual exactly. because the individual says uh, I'm just gonna be miserable in a different place and from their perspective they're like all I feel is that your guys are just shifting me away because I'm inconvenient and you know it, helping people and um, not knowing what to say is one thing but including the person in their own treatment and in their own life especially in some cases it can be very damaging to the stigma so stigma sometimes is accidental okay it's not that the pair of the family or the culture that they actually are trying to but they're like oh I, I think from my advantage point that the person will be happier with their own stuff but the person themselves is already miserable already. So if they went somewhere else, they'll just be miserable there. That's just an illustration. So knowing one's own context um, when it comes to experiences and, you know, reflecting and having that inner talk and those who are listening is vital. You know, no one will know what you're thinking. No one will know what's important to you and taking those steps and saying, you know, you know, 
it's okay to say no to things. You know, there's enoughness that you're talking about, the idea that we're not enough yeah. until we're this um, can be very damaging because there's never time for the individual. When is there ever time for whoever they are? Like, yeah, uh, when is there to figure out? Running. Yeah, they're always running. <laughs> running and, after something. And a lot of times those things are not very steady or stable because it never really came from them. It came from someone else telling them that they will yeah. feel better or do better if they do this. But at the end of the day, when you get to know yourself again, at least from my own experience and what I've seen, it does better. So your goals are going to be in, intersect, um, be closer to you because you had those goals yourself. I want to be better in this because I want to be better, not because someone else told me. Um, mm -hmm. I feel it's like I'm not a big cruise person, you know, because you know people go on cruise and it's just one thing uh, is because everything's kind of done for you <laughs> like they tell you what to eat all that stuff in the cruises ah, yeah yeah okay I, I understand the relaxation part of it but i feel in life sometimes we do uh, this convenience culture that we are in that mm -hmm. it's kind of has the same kind of model as a cruise so everything's kind of done for us i you know and i feel in that regards to piggyback what you're saying i feel that can be problematic but there is still hope it's just it's just like we said slowing down finding time and, and participating participating in, in life. life in your life not letting ever yeah. letting every other decision be made for you and but then again may i just touch on something you just said if you're mm -hmm. not in the mental state uh stability wise to make your own decisions because i've also been in that before mm -hmm. then they just think they only want to help you they only want to make things better because then if you start to think oh they're just trying to control my life it's like changing that frame of mind again mm -hmm. then you're obviously going to spite them instead of appreciate them yeah and i think there are stages in our lives where we aren't really at that point yeah. right you know like yeah. we can't make our own decisions so in a way okay that's good but i know what you mean like that obviously they're doing it from their perception and not yours yeah. um and i do go into that in my book about like the pressures from our parents specifically family because mm. they think they know us better than we do for example or they put those pressures on us yeah but sometimes there are times where you can't really make your own decisions um that's also okay like there's yeah. time Aim. never be rushed by this constant chasing yeah. after something that you don't know yeah and i feel that you know i was I, I to bridge that the whole um you know there's a time for crisis there's a time for stability i was talking about mm -hmm. after that that the unknown when the person's in the unknown the person's somewhat stable and the family or i'm just as an illustration don't know what he's he or she'll be happy with he never he or she never took the time or never thought they could figure out what they'd be happy with and it's yeah. not it's not a state of when they're in crisis in the hospital i do encourage if those people a lot of times may not be able to make their own decisions and that's mm -hmm. great when you you're, you're really blessed when you have family members or friends who could be there for you at those crises but again a lot of times um we do not to say we do it perfectly but you know get in person as long as you get them stable or crisis is okay but the the longer bit is what happens afterwards and what yeah. and, and then the maintaining of that and i do appreciate you um 
now clearing that up because those who are listening i i, I know that um people are in different stages of recovery if you're not if mm-hmm. you're really struggling right now all all i really encourage you to do is know that just be find them if you need help ask for help whoever that is find a way that you can do it i don't like reinventing the wheel so if there's someone that you feel comfortable with if it's someone that co-worker or someone that you know and you're like i i don't have any family i have no one but if there's someone that you feel you could go to a, a place that you go to or a number you call go on social media like you mentioned that they connect to i encourage you to find some virtual or some physical environment because Sometimes we get to the point, just like you're saying, we can't make decisions. But, you know, when we're talking about suicide, tribute to suicide prevention, it's it's that one more day thing. So sometimes yeah. these crisis things spikes. Um, it's finding that the ability to find something to help me for one more day. We can only control what we can control in any given moment. But mm-hmm. that I think we spoke a lot. I want to ask you, when it comes to recovery month and suicide this year, what would you like people to remember in your own, you know, your own experience it's been the, um, a lot we talked about, but what do you think you want people to remember for 2023 this year, primarily when it comes to. In terms of where we are in 2023, I think we've all kind of as a society and world been um, taken through a lot in the past three years since Corona. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to remember now more than anything with digitalization and like, we're really let's say evolving as a society rapidly and it's Mm -hmm. quite scary i mean personally i do i feel world anxiety every day because of climate change and whatnot we don't have to go into that but do you know what i mean like knowing right now is where you're at Mm -hmm. and always bringing yourself back to that present moment that that is all that matters and you may let's say in the next five years or 10 years we don't know what there is to come and like you just mentioned yourself like taking one day at a time i think is really sometimes the best advice especially Mm. when you're in uh such a down phase and being nice to yourself like just be try and be nice to yourself my friend said to me the year that i was in the mental clinic treat yourself like a friend treat yourself like you treat me because you would never say these things to your to me that you say Mm. to yourself and it was one of the best advice I've ever got like such a simple kind of Mm. phrase and intention Mm. like you you said before as well like our internal thoughts are the (laughs) the most things that we go through every day like so just make it nice when you can and if it's not nice to you then stop it I know it's obviously Mm. not that easy but um i think that in terms of like recovery and suicide is probably the hardest thing that you have to go through like just accepting yourself and being nice to yourself and in our day and age where no one is very nice about anything mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um you know yeah um, and, I, and i think with uh 2023 for me I, I just i would like people to remember that words matter what people say yes. matters so um like you may not like our parents i would say i'm i have grace for your parents in the sense that they may they weren't in the same they don't have the same understanding of mental health or what people are going through they didn't have to live through that like was so i have a lot more 
acceptance of that. At the same time, when you go to the store, you know, when we had COVID, we were masked up. We couldn't really, like, when it was really at the peak, you know, what you say matters. So be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself, like you mentioned. But, you know, it goes it goes a long way to be kind um does. because doesn't expect anything back and you'll be amazed how much uh, that would help and also i would just say briefly that um you know i'm just going back to the whole one more day thing um um just remember that um when it comes to um, you know being kind to your those around you to yourself, that if it, it's overwhelming, I do encourage you to find that person, find that number, and call that number. Go um, and whatever that may be. And um, I just want to you know go in, and lastly, I want to ask for Grace. Um, one more day is the, ta- the the theme of this month. And I love the idea of one more day because a lot of things we can't control in our lives. So in your perspective, what does this theme mean for you today? One more day in tribute to Recovery Month and World Suicide Day. Um, I think it hits me uh, on a personal level, actually, now that you just mentioned it mm-hmm. again. Because there was a time in my life where I really did take one more day, day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, as dark as that sounds, I am so sure that listeners and people are going through that every day. When you are feeling that way, um, you know, one more day is a drag, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the frame of mind that you don't really want to live anymore. Hold on to the fact that one day soon in the future, you will be feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it didn't help me when I was in that yeah. state. <laughs> kind of made me feel guilty and <laughs> yeah, worse. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because it made me feel like, hey, why shouldn't I have, why don't I have that hope? But yeah. in some predicaments, it made me think of what more is still to come. Always knowing that you will always find more love, more peace refuge, communication, connection around you. Anyone, everyone, you know, Mm. there is always that uh, light at the end of the tunnel, as cliche as that sounds. Mm. And one more day can be either way. One more day is a drag or one more day in the future and I will be better and holding on to that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, well said you know life life is short you know that's cliche too but the the idea the reason i say that is martin luther king says you don't need to see the whole staircase to take the first step so sometimes all we gotta do is one step at a time uh, up the stairs and and um just remember like whatever you do and it sounds strange for me to say this just do it like i'm not saying like throw your self-care out the the window but don't get stuck on titles like you know especially with um and labels to, and yeah. labels people with substance use issues and um, we didn't m- mention much on it but i want to want say this real quickly is that a lot of times those milestones are wonderful i haven't drank for or haven't used for six seven years 
but they don't like I, I, I encourage those who are listening who may have slipped who are using right like the 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 six seven years are a milestone but your life matters more so whatever need to get help you know that it's traditional that people will fall back will slide back yeah but that that is that happens. forgiveness uh, for, forgive yourself and you know the idea exactly. is moving uh don't get hung up on those milestones and just get the help you need i encourage you to do that and also just to know that those muscles are nice but your life is more important so value who you are yourself and also when one more day um it's just it's just a concept that i think all of us sometimes have to do uh, and I, I appreciate you of course it's been a while but any last final thoughts i know we're gonna we're gonna put all the information about your book anything you want to mention that we spoke about it doesn't have to be what we just spoke about but as we wrap up i do really appreciate you grace taking the time and, and to come yeah i really enjoyed our conversation robert it's always great to have such open uh topics of conversation especially when people are always suffering unfortunately but mm -hmm. knowing that you can heal and you're always in the process yeah. of healing as we've both said the whole time uh forgiving yourself every day i'd just like to read a short poem out of my book okay. um to kind of summarize this pressure mm -hmm. remember your competition isn't anyone but yourself your competition is you your laziness your haziness your craziness your niceness your eagerness your diet your ego the knowledge you neglect is an effect the negative behavior you foster and nurture give it the heave-ho and let go the bad thoughts you encourage in your head as you overthink, your lack of creativity and energy that makes you sink. Compete against you and make sure to stay true. You will get through, just be cautious of feeling blue. Manage those weird feelings with meditation, mindfulness, and spark the magic that lies within you. Thank you so much for coming on, Grace. Uh, I think that's you know that's i i think that's well said i really appreciate that poem we appreciate you sharing your insight and um i just want to let everyone know like i said all, everything um you need to find uh, more about revive ministries on the website reviveministriesfl.com um and like i said um all the information about grace and what she's doing with her book and everything you can find out below in the notes again it's been a pleasure thank you for so much for being on grace um I'm leaving you with juliet lewis her quote she said the bravest thing i ever did was continue my life when i wanted to die <laughs>